Hey guys, welcome to the Goddess Glow podcast. Today I have my wonderful friend, Desiree DaCosta, and I am in Hawaii with her right now. And we're just uh, hanging out with her family on her family land here in Kanaohe, right? You got it right. Kanaohe, okay. but I'd say you've been getting the culture down quite well. Thank you. <laughs> so it's awesome to be here. It's awesome to have you here, Ray. Thank you for your presence because, again, nobody else of, of my friends or acquaintances from the mainland has ever been here. So it's such an honor and a blessing for me to be able to host you where I've grown up and where my bloodline reigns. So appreciate you. Yeah, and I appreciate you uh, for, I don't know if you guys like follow my IG or anything, my Instagram. Um, however, if you followed my story, like you guys know that my friends are big inspirations for me and Des here she's like one of the biggest inspirations like she went out and got she like says that she's gonna do something and then she just goes out and does it and I'm just like dang like the urgency and like the momentum and just like the quickness has like inspired me and so so yeah I'm really happy to have her on my podcast today really happy to be here Ray thank you so much for having me so today we're going to be talking uh, about love, my favorite topic, and even more if you like niche down on the type of love that we're talking about is the love of self. And this is my favorite because um, in a recent episode, as you guys, if you guys have heard or listened to my last one, it really talks about how your self, your relationship with yourself sort of stems into all other relationships in your life. So today we're going to be talking about love of self and go into self-love. And I guess, Des, what I would want to ask you is um, either, yeah, probably just like your self-love journey. Mm-hmm. Um, why is self-love so important to you? Wow. I mean, self-love is a concept that I had not become acquainted with without a lot of pain and struggle and it was through that that really catapulted and allowed me to figure out the depths of the love that I had for myself honestly it sounds dark but without the darkness without those challenges that I had gone through I would not have realized how deeply I love myself because having to love myself in such a dark place made me realize just how much I am truly grateful to be here in life and that I'm truly dedicated to myself and my life. And so my self-love journey started about three years ago. I'd say it started three years ago in the midst of a relationship that was abusive, that I had not known or that it wasn't made clear to me that it was abusive at first until I really had to take a stance and take a clear look at my life and realize what I wanted out of it, what I wanted my life to be for the future, for kin that I would possibly bring into this relationship. And that's when I had to think twice about how I was living my life and was I really happy? I remember in that time, I would cry every day. Crying was a really just a part of life something that I accepted. I was, my pain body, my body physically hurt. I was in pain. I was anxiety. I was feeling anxiety every day. That anxiety increased to a level of depression that really made me incapacitated to do anything throughout the day. I remember spending some days days at a time in the house because I could not even leave the house. And I, I, you know, I'm sure some folks can relate to that. When you are depressed, when you are feeling anxious, you don't want to see anybody. You feel ashamed, you know? And that's exactly where I was at that point in time. I wanted to hide my challenges from everybody and make sure that it was kept to myself, hush, hush, until I figured things out. And it wasn't until that pain body of my own 
grew so loud in myself that my anxiety led to depression, led to panic attacks. And I knew that I needed to do something different. Otherwise, this would be my life forever. And when that was the case, it was almost like cold turkey, a snap of a finger. I needed to start reaching out to people. And I was honored and lucky enough to have such a support system with the Love Yourself Foundation, with my girlfriends, with Ray Gorillo, with everybody else in my circle who I knew I could trust and would allow me to spread the burden of pain and fear where I could open up and start my journey of self-love and healing. It was through my network of friends and also certain tools that I'm sure we'll talk about in the rest of this podcast that had helped me throughout my journey. So that's, you know, in a nutshell, that's kind of what it was. It was not an overnight fix or change, but, you know, it, it has led me to where I am today. And I cannot even say that a year ago, two years ago, that I would believe where I am right now in my mindset, in my life and state of being. And I'm so grateful to be here today because at a certain point, I wanted to give up on life completely. And I'm so grateful that God and the universe and my friends and myself allowed me to find the strength to keep on living. So if you're listening to this, know this that you are strong enough to get through anything that you're going through, that you are on this earth to live a full life. You're on this earth for a reason, and that reason is one that only you can find out. But if you haven't found it yet, keep looking because you're here for a reason and a purpose. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I love that. Wow. I I feel like it's you know, what you go through, you know, it's like what you grow through. And so, and that usually typically helps you find where your purpose is. So it's like, it's like you've been through it. (laughs) Like you sort of like, uh, and like we've been through similar instances. Mm -hmm. And so my self-love, my self-love journey sort of stemmed from the same thing. Um, and it mine stems more into like my family um, and me growing up believing that that type of love was the love that that was real love that was all sorts of love that sort of like abusive chaotic love that was never never felt safe or secure so like really bringing that like self love into where it's like peaceful like you know finding peace and so i feel like now it's even still hard to like get over some anxieties um and i think we were talking about that earlier about like the ptsd of it (laughs) um and the uh, sort of like i guess so i have been having a goal lately of just like getting out there and dating and creating relationships with people not just like dating just like making connections with others and so much has come up with um, what I found recently here on Hawaii is like a lot of the awareness was coming to like me not feeling like lovable. Um, and I think that's also why I, like I got into the relationship in the first place, you know. Um, so, yeah. And I never knew. Well, just seeing when I met you, like so much has like changed so much so much transformation and uh i mean even back then like you inspired me because i think when we met like i was still like figuring it out like i don't think if it wasn't for our friend group that i don't know like i feel like blessed to have been able to attract our friend group in because i feel like we have a lot of like strong willed people (laughs) in our group we have a lot of strong women in our group yeah you know have had to figure it out on their own and that's kind of the situation that we were both in as well unfortunately but also fortunately because that's just life and I'm more um, honored to be in this situation with other strong women who can relate to my struggle as well yeah and so that I think that comes down to like you know the self-love 
of it. Like loving yourself enough to like get yourself out of that place and mm-hmm. knowing that you deserve better. Um, I know for me, like it took me a long time to realize that like I deserved better. I just knew in my situation for like Lennon, like I knew Lennon deserved better at the time. For me, I probably, if I didn't have Lennon, I probably would have stayed longer. Mm-hmm. And um, with like narcissistic abuse, people can go into like psychosis because it's just like with the abuse, the mental abuse, uh, I feel like I was like literally going crazy. Like I didn't know like reality and like what was going on and like what I was seeing or like literally just going crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, if it wasn't for Lennon, I don't think I would have like really explored more or gone out and I would have stayed comfortable in that sort of dark place. Which I would call my hell. <laughs> I would never want to go back to that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And, like, yeah, just feeling like I deserve, uh, like, un- that unconditional love. Which I feel is the reason why we come here in the first place. We come here on this 3D plane of existence is to experience that sort of unconditional love. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that as far as being on this planet on this earth in this life to experience all that life has to offer Mm. you know the good the bad and the ugly which we can talk miles and miles about but Mm. at the end of the day we do choose love and whether that be self-love love love for others love for the earth that's what it all comes down to at the end of the day and i can say as a testament to going through some hard times myself that love is always the answer and that sounds cliche a little bit but having that mindset has got me through some of the darkest times that I've gone through mm-hmm. can you relate to that yeah, yeah um I mean that's why I have my jewelry piece here mm-hmm. like it's a heart with a key <laughs> and you know like love love is key love is the answer mm-hmm. um that's just like that vibration of love and just that's what will elevate you know not just yourself and like when you you know when you like go and you heal yourself you help the world too yeah you know help raise the vibration so the more self-love you bring to yourself and we're all connected like i feel yeah love and self-love is one of the most radical things that you can do in your life one of the most radical forms of rebellion that you can have against the status quo is to love yourself and to love others yeah i feel deeply i mean it's so easy to choose hate it is so easy but the harder thing is to choose love and forgiveness and having gone through abusive relationships both you and i just to put it bluntly i feel like we had to choose a a certain level of surrender to the situation where in order to kind of move on, at least speaking for myself, I had to choose love. I had to choose forgiveness. And it's all love. The story is all love now, like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, right? Like I don't regret anything that I've ever, that I've gone through. I cherish the darkness and I cherish the pain. And that's only because I was able to go through it and look it in the eye and be able to speak to it and see it as part of my journey. Yeah. And I think, uh, like, going more into, like, the, like, accepting, like, yourself and, like, how you are. It's, like, you know what I call, like, shadow, like, going into the shadow work and doing the shadow work. It's, like, the dark parts of you that like you know or i would just say like, like for me per se like the dark parts of me it's like it's not fun <laughs> it's not fun looking at and like going in and being like well you sort of you sort of did that to yourself <laughs> this is sort of what you did to yourself and like going in and like working on those and then also like you know loving your shadow self for what a, what it is um and just accepting where you are and just knowing that with that acceptance, it's like, okay, like you can accept it. You could take responsibility for it. And then it's like, then you have the choice to go and change it um, or go and transform or whatever have you. Um, yeah. And, you know, just choosing to 
like and accepting where you are I feel like a lot of people are like they just want to be somewhere else and then I feel like that too also causes it caused me anxiety it still causes me anxiety because I like you know uh get into the whole mindset especially when I'm not in a place like Hawaii like (laughs) um with the nature all around in Vegas where it's very Mm fast-paced like it just accumulates um and yeah just like knowing too what I need yeah. I think helps out like knowing when like what I need when I need and just going and doing it. I'm rereading this amazing book called The Power of Now. I'm sure you've read it, but I remember distinctly reading a little sentence or two that said if your mind is in the past, you're more likely to feel disconnected, you're more likely to feel um saddened or, you know, you're more likely to feel those feelings. But if your mind is in the future, you'll be just a world of anxiety. Your mind will be in anxiety. But if you're in the now, all you have to think about is the present and you'll be at peace. And that's how I try to live my life and think and frame my mindset. Um, You know, and as far as growth, I know we've both done a lot of things to get to where we are today. What would you say are some of the top three tools or things that you've done to boost your personal development to get to where you are today? Um, well, for one, honestly, it's just um, believing in a higher power. I think that's like comes first and foremost. And I uh, believe that when you dive in and you really have like that relationship with yourself, that's you having relationship with source. So that's, um, that's like one of the biggest plays and also just being in communication with source. Like I, um, I feel extremely blessed because I do feel like I'm very connected with source. Um, and I just see signs like all the time. And so I'm always like, listen, I'm very intuitive. Hence like being a psychic. (laughs) Um, I'm very intuitive and I've always been intuitive and um, just having like the courage to follow that sort of thing. I would say also gratitude practices um, and just going for like doing shit that's freaking scary. <laughs> like anything that's scary, just being uncomfortable, like being comfortable, being uncomfortable. So that's the mantra honestly that's what I had to get through that's what I had to engrave in my mind to understand that I needed to leave this relationship and do something differently for myself because at a certain point I got so comfortable Mm -hmm. and it's like oh my gosh it's the hardest thing is to face that fear of not knowing but it's through that surrender and realizing that I don't need to have all the answers and that we don't need to know what's the next step. And even though you might be so acclimated to have every step planned out, that's not how life works. Yeah. And honestly, perfection is a flaw in mm-hmm. itself. And um, I really, you know, I think the biggest thing for me, there are a lot of big things for me. And I agree with you on all of yours. But I think to snowball off of what you said one of the big things for me that helped me to just catapult my personal growth journey is to listen to my body and feel like, how do I feel? And mm-hmm. ask myself, how do I feel? And literally ask yourself, what do you need right now? Like if I'm feeling some type of way that it's, you know, maybe I'm sad or even if I'm happy, ask myself, what do I need? What do I need? And that could be anything like maybe I need some water. Maybe I need to nourish myself and my soul or maybe I need um, some time alone because I'm just being bombarded by energies. And so do you listen to your body or do you ignore it? Do you numb it with certain substances? You know, there's a lot of things that we don't necessarily look into, but play a big role in in how we care for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah can you relate to that at all yeah like getting healthy with your body i feel like that's uh even with my clients uh my coaching clients i say like you have to get in tune with your body because your body is your own like your own framework and that's where you like separate yourself from like other people like yeah you have energy that you can like give out and everything however 
when you're not in tune with your body, when your body's not feeling good, you're feeling, you don't want to be in your body and your body is in, is always in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so it's the mind that likes to go every which way, like you can put your energy out, like feel like across the world if you want to, like everyone's connect, like everything's connected. Mm -hmm. And so when you're just putting all of your energy and focus out external of you all the time and your body's not feeling good, that's what you're going to do. You're going to get depressed. You're going to get anxious or Mm -hmm. what have you. And that's why it's so important to like, I feel the first step is to get some sort of fit, like just feel good in your body. Um, Focus on your physical health first. Yes. So I always tell my clients that. And I think that's what I shared on your other episode too. Yeah. We had another episode of uh, Positive AF podcast with Ray Grillo here. And we talked about our physical health and how we feel in our bodies and listening to our bodies. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a really good follow-up conversation um, that goes a little bit more into depth. So with that being said, I want to ask you, what are your top three self-care methods okay that you love and fall back on (laughs) so i think i developed this because i used to be like 240 something pounds like 242 pounds and i uh with my husband who has passed um also he was a narcissist like there was times where he just commented on my weight a lot and so with me being so angry of our marriage and how it ended uh, well, I mean, we stayed married. However, it's like he decided to, you know, look elsewhere. And um, so that's when the deciding factor I left. However, when I left, I was just like, I'm just going to be, I'm just so angry. And so I just like want to go for running. Like I just want to run. And I just picked up working out. Like I work out every time I'm upset, I'm going to go work out. <laughs> every time I'm angry, I'm going to go ride. Like, so that's like, um, that's probably like one of my go-tos and now I just love it like now I don't have to be angry I don't have to be upset like I don't really find myself that angry um if I do I will go for a run and it'll be the one of the best workouts I ever have and the best times ever like you know my mile uh however yeah I love like my love language is touch too and I'm noticing a lot of my self-care goes around like things with touch so like working out, like I am able to like move my body, get into my body. I do love dancing. Mm-hmm. So that I think that would be my next one. And then also self-care, which is probably not too healthy. I still love it though, is tanning. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. Like, if you love it, if you feel good, if that's what makes you feel good, then it's self-care. I yeah. what anybody says. Yeah. I love to tan after my workout. It's like a treat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'll put my headphones in. I'll listen to like motivational, like YouTube stuff during mm-hmm. that time. Cause you have to like, just lay there. So why not, you yeah. know, put something. Yeah. So I think those are like my top three, I would say. Like I don't do my nails anymore really. And I don't mm-hmm. do anything else other than this. So yeah. what would you say yours are? So first and foremost, I love music. Music touches my soul. And I don't know. It's like my literal heartbeat so whenever i'm feeling down i turn to music and with music i i listen to a lot of genres um but what gets me moving and grooving i love to dance too i'm not saying that i'm a good dancer by any means but i love house music i love rock music alternative rock any any honestly any kind of music i'm quite an open book when it comes to that um scratch country though we don't need any of that (laughs) (laughs) Um, aside from that, music is my first one. Secondary to that would be journaling. Journaling has helped me tremendously. I have journals dating back to at least three years ago, and it's been so helpful for me to be able to be able to document my growth love journey and excuse me, my 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 gr- journey of growth and self-love and be able to see where I was then and there and where my headspace is and to appreciate even the dark times so that you know my my later entries are a bit more lighthearted and loving and see where I'm at to to appreciate that as well and as journaling can go in a lot of different directions I noticed that I needed to kind of hone in because I'm quite a pessimist at times or I'd say I was quite a pessimist so learning some journaling techniques like 
gratitude journaling Mm -hmm. helped me tremendously and it turned my habitual kind of negative journaling to waking up every day writing down immediately three things that I'm grateful for and starting my day off with a whole new vibe and energy which just changed my mindset too it changed the way that I thought I reprogrammed my mind in that fashion in order to feel more happy and appreciate things more and that just comes in time Um, I guess my third thing would be prayer in the form of meditation and gratitude so it kind of ties back to it kind of ties back to what I was just talking about with the journaling but it's more so closing my eyes focusing on my breath and appreciating the small details of life such as my heartbeat and the inhale and the exhale and whatever you know thoughts may come to mind or um you know having more gratitude time in in the time that i am meditating so those three things um are the first three that come to mind okay yeah i like that the attitude or gratitude (laughs) attitude (laughs) attitude of gratitude yeah Uh i feel like that's what really i feel like that's when i started seeing a shift for me a lot is like when i started instead of being like woe is me and like finding just the little things i was grateful for like i remember there would be times where i was like oh man i'm i'm just grateful to have money in the bank and i was like two cents in my bank account (laughs) you know sometimes you like we're in the negative or something and uh i was just like feel that i feel that yeah so like even just two cents i would always just be i'm just grateful i have money in the bank and then soon like soon yeah now it's like okay cool got money in the bank (laughs) yeah and just like grateful for that too you know just grateful like even to have a roof over my head uh food in my belly and like clean water like some days like it was really hard to find things to be grateful for however i was like you know what? i have a roof over my head i got some food in the fridge you know so and i have help from my family at the time i didn't know you guys then so (laughs) yeah yeah and that just is um that just shows how much things can change in such little time and how we've grown over Mm -hmm. the years you know we've known each other for quite some time but also in perspective in the larger perspective not that long like maybe like four years or so i want to say well lennon's four no so maybe like three years I don't think so. I think it's been two, two years. Two years. Two years. Shit, what the fuck is it right now? Is it <laughs> EDC? Is it 2021? EDC really? 2018. Was it 2019? No, like when did we go? Two and a half years, man. 2019. Two years. 29. Nah, 2018. That EDC? 2018. It was 2018 EDC? I want to say. I don't I could, think so. I could be wrong, man. I could I be wrong so. completely. I have to look at Instagram pictures. Flies. You could be right. 2019 yeah it was 2019 because dan passed away at the end of 2019 and i met you guys because i left him in 2018 and so i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have known you guys all right then yeah it's been two years wow like i said it feels like longer yeah much longer but the journey of growth has no timeline first of all (laughs) wherever yeah right wherever you're at is wherever you're at and don't the the time the like literally when you start comparing yourself and your journey to other people is when you've already lost is when shit's gonna hit the fan and you're gonna feel like you are miles behind so don't do that to yourself you don't need to do that to yourself you're already going through some shit like, <laughs> yeah, like for real. When I was in the shit and I was comparing myself to others, that just it's not a good feeling. Don't do that to yourself. There's no need to compare yourself to others. Like right? Yeah. I mean Yeah. Like honestly there isn't because someone's you know, someone's growth is like not it's also like not your issue. Like, it's, you just focus on yourself. Like, stop focusing on other people. Like, yeah, it's great to have inspiration and know that you can do it. And so instead of comparing yourself to the person of whomever you're comparing yourself to, just 
be inspired by it and be like, oh, yeah, I can do that and be happy for them and then send them love, you know, versus versus whatever else people send to other people like you know the like the shame or the guilt like don't even bother being in that vibration and that comes to again that love vibration and just being in that loving space and that accepting of self like accept where you are take responsibility of where you are Mm -hmm. and then own it and be like well and then it's it's in that ownership it's in the ownership of that acceptance like and then moving on being able to move on from that the ownership of that acceptance. I love how you said that because in essence, that is surrender. And I love thinking about surrender as such a freeing experience, mm-hmm. as an experience that you allow in what is happening and you allow what is God's willing and the universe is willing and you trust in that. You know, it's so important. And once that happens, I feel like your whole world can change dramatically and whatever it is that you believe in that you manifest can will and can happen like yeah in the sense that we both were experiencing negative bank accounts and we're totally on the flip side on the opposite end of that coin now yeah you know and we when we could not even fathom traveling the world and here we are traveling multiple times a year just experiencing life in different cultures like that's how much life can change testament to that yeah <laughs> i got goosebumps for you saying that yeah, like oh my god <laughs> <Please do. laughs> yeah man I, and just like again my overwhelming feeling of gratitude mm. yeah just mm-hmm. like it's just beautiful and then, it, yeah, like you said, like, honestly, I just find so much beauty and pain. And I honestly really love, like, I don't know, like, I love, there is so much beauty and pain. And I love seeing it that way because, you know, without that pain, it's hard to really appreciate the beauty that there is in the world. And, you know, there's some people who could just appreciate it as it is, like, children, they're really good at just appreciating the world around them. Um, and I forget, I think people just forget about it as time goes on. So there are so many different variables when it comes to how we live our life that we forget what really life is about and how to love ourselves and how to love others. We get so swept up in the bullshit, yeah. for lack of better words. Yeah. And to be able to be grateful means that you're in the moment means that you are seeing eye to eye the namaste between your soul and my soul i am in gratitude to you for your presence or for your gift and i feel like it's just being able to have that mutual respect of life too so gratitude man is Mm -hmm. i live by gratitude gratitude is my religion if you ask me what my religion is i'm i am to no deity except for that of the universe and gratitude Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i live my life man yeah and so backpedaling to the surrendering um it could be really difficult for many people to just surrender Mm -hmm. and like let go and um yeah, I, I guess I would want to know a little bit more like on your view of mm-hmm. surrender and like what that means for you. Yes. Well, I've always been such a perfectionist to a flaw. And a perfectionist, I remember being that from when I was a little kid, whether it be from the influences of my family, wanting to be this person that was so perfect that just grew up in such a square box and and needing to have the most perfect grades you know needing to speak perfectly this and that that took me into my adult years where you know I I wanted to be this type of person that showed no sense of incorrectness and that took me nowhere that took me in circles yeah honestly And that took me down a road where I also felt like I stayed in relationships. I stayed in this relationship that was not good for me because of how I wanted to be perceived by others, by all this and that, that didn't really matter at the end of the day and took me 
further away from myself and my true happiness. And it wasn't until I realized that I needed to not think about perfection. I needed to not think about what other folks thought of me. I needed to surrender to the fact that I did not need to be perfect. I did not have all the answers. Because you know why? Everybody else is not perfect. Everybody else has their own set of flaws. And it was me having to realize that and, you know, just within myself as well. And it allowed me to be a little bit more selfish, I guess, in the fact where I need to think about myself before I think about what others think of me and how others perceive me. And so with that new mentality, I was able to think about myself, what I wanted, build my life back up, you know, split from this person and and really do things that made me happy. And then I made, paid more attention to how I felt, what little things made me happy, what little things triggered me, you know, even little things like waking up in the morning, doing some gratitude, looking outside, seeing the trees, doing my nails, like small things, (laughs) you know, that I just do for myself because I love myself. And again, it wasn't until I surrendered to the fact where I did not need to be perfect. And like, that's such a weird concept for me to even repeat right now, because it's not something that I live by anymore. But it was my reality for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you see any mirror perspective of that for your own self-love journey yeah um yeah definitely like the perfectionism and i think i mean i could see it stem into like different like family dynamics too. have like the asian culture it's mm-hmm. like get the straight a's like <laughs> right um, so we're both from the asian culture yeah. what what part of asia is your family from so thai so my mom was thai yeah yeah or is thai mm-hmm. is thai and my dad italian however He's not really, I mean, he's in the picture, was in the picture, didn't, he was more like loving, like, do what you want. (laughs) He didn't even finish school. So my mom, though, like, why didn't you get an A today? Like, you know. I understand that. Yeah. I have a lot of Asian influence myself being um, Chinese, Japanese, and Filipino. So we can both kind of relate um, Mm -hmm. on a certain level of culture and upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that perfect, and also just like going back, like no one's freaking perfect, like absolutely no one, um, and I think it's like sort of for me, I just feel like it's like a little egotistical to think that you could even perfect something. Like the only thing that really is perfect would probably be like Mother Nature in itself, you know, and then like. Um, just the way the ecosystem is and everything and just like how like it's ran on this earth. Like I feel like that is perfect. And there's a lot of, as we're seeing here in Hawaii, like it could also be very scary. (laughs) Um, so, and as like humans, I like, we just get into this place of like, I can control everything. Like I can control everything around me. And it's not true. Like, honestly, the only thing I feel I myself have control over is me. Mm-hmm. And so for me to start thinking, like, I'm going to control, like, an abundance talk is, like, I'm going to control the way that money's going to come into, like, this, like, next 5K is going to come into my life. Yeah. You know? And it <laughs> every time I get humbled, like, I think it's going to come one way because I'm, like, focusing or whatever on, like, this avenue, and I'm, like, forcing it to work, and then the universe is like, nope, nope, that's not going to happen that way, and then, like, it comes from a different avenue or something, or um, I end up getting sick or something. I make myself sick because it's like I'm holding so tightly onto this way that the image is supposed to be, and it's not that. Um and I always, like, think of this analogy, and this is, like, this is an exercise I do for surrender. Mm-hmm. And it's a self-inflicted exercise. <laughs> However, it's, like, when I'm, like, running late to something or, like, with, like, I don't give myself enough time with Lennon. Um, and I'm running late, and I'm, like, in the car. And, like, you know, when you get in the car, you're, like, okay, I can, like, get all the green lights or whatever. And, like, I'm going to, like, 
speed on the highway and like do this and that and like like you know get there faster and like on average like you only get there 12 seconds faster if you're speeding it doesn't matter because like the lights and everything and the traffic like and so with this knowledge I have to sit there in the car I'm like you know like controlling how I get to my destination and what time and then it's like sort of like you just have to sort of accept the fact that you're going to be late this is the way that it is accept it and then surrender to what happens like there's no point in you like controlling how you what speed and time you get there in the car because regardless average wise like like logistically you'll get there 12 seconds faster than like say like 10 minutes when you're supposed to leave the house like you know 15 minutes ago type thing yeah so so that's like what that's my like my humbling and my surrender practice like when I find myself like clutching on to that I'm like ugh. I'm attempting to control everything around me and it's not going to work. And also I find like once I just like let it go, I'm like, this is just the way that it is. This is what's happening and just go with the flow. Usually I get there one, like less stressed and two, like faster because I didn't make a wrong turn or something. You know what I mean? That's such a perfect analogy to the way that I've also seen my own personal growth journey work and it being with the factors and variables of comparing myself to other people or wanting to expedite my growth journey through this and that or not wanting to look face to face with certain emotions and try to you know just kind of like numb it out no there's no fast track you are where you are and that is respected and you have to respect it for yourself too you can't you know try to expedite it any which way or form because you have to go through the things that you are meant to go through in order to become the person that you're meant to be that's just what it is so I feel like that story is a really good one as far as not being able to cut corners or you know just go through the journey that you're meant to go through and we all have very very different journeys yeah and if you're paying attention usually it's just perfect yes yeah (laughs) and especially if you don't resist it like you were saying yeah it normally works out better without resistance Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah how you feel so yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah well i'm glad or i see that you haven't really touched your wine. What are you talking about? (laughs) Fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't know we're a little little tipsy theorists. A little tipsy. Little beyond. And I'm not afraid to say it. So um I wanna talk about one last thing before we come to a close, which is how our external environments and what we choose to surround ourselves with, who we choose to surround ourselves with can increase our energy and motivate us to become better people and grow and i feel like that's something that you know we're in our mid-20s that's something that would have to that we are filtering as we go along this journey of life but like they say it's like the five people or the 10 people that you surround ourselves with is the people that you become most like it's the average of those five people have Mm -hmm. you heard that before yeah Yeah, so, I mean, I believe in that for sure, but I'm also talking more so about where we spend our time, who we spend our time with, the influences around us, what we do. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, it's, again, like, when you, I feel like when you really accept yourself um, and accept where you are, it's a lot easier to um, accept people where they are. And, um, like, as a coach, I was sort of, like, again, humbled. Like, in an empath, like, sometimes I'll go down this, like, track where it's, like, I want to sort of fix people, like, analyze, fix people. I've done so much mindset work. I've done so much psychology reading and, like, work and um, growth and, like, seminars and classes and what have you that it's like I start like diagnosing or analyzing people or I started to I should say because I was like doing all this this work and for me it's like that sort of stopped me from even like diving into relationships with people because I'm just like oh no like 
I don't want to be around you. There, there are certain people that I personally would not want to hang out with all the time. Um, like my closest friends, you know. However, it's like for me, it's still too not like, you know, like make a genuine connection with someone. I feel like that was like it's not it's not right because, you know, like love your neighbor as thyself and really, again, bringing that love perspective is is like when you accept yourself, like you can be accepting of everyone else. And um, I feel like it's really important one to accept people where they are. And, you know, sometimes just that's where they are and allow them to be where they are and to like love them unconditionally and, uh, you know, still keep a relationship with them. It's like also you for me, I was looking at it as like I need to fix someone or they need to be a certain. It's like, the, again, that control, like this person is not fitting into the image I want them to fit into. And so like I would go into relationships trying to fix people um, and get them to think like the way I thought. And so I've sort of um, been more accepting again and like loving unconditionally towards them. Um, however, I do feel like it is important to surround yourself too by people and to choose to like really love yourself, uh, that self-love and allow people that are going to treat you well in your, to your life and also to establish boundaries with people. Um, and if they don't, you know, they don't respect your boundaries, then just don't have them around. Um, and usually I find that people around me anyway they have been like when I'm I actually speak and actually say what I need or like communicate a boundary they've been pretty good with it so I feel like it's been rare unless it's like you know some guys I'm dating that they're like they're like a little pushy like me and then like just never talk to them again I feel like that's the only time I've run into it so so yeah I feel like it to raise your vibration though and like to really keep you on your stuff there has to be like-minded people or like people that are willing to give feedback and knowing that this feedback, I might get angry. <laughs> I might get pissed off with you for a little bit. And then, however, it's like knowing that I would need that feedback because I'm not able to see myself. So, Yeah, surrounding yourself with folks that can keep you accountable is really important. I feel like the first step to loving others and, you know, loving and self and accepting others is loving yourself because the depth at which you can love others, I truly believe is the depth that in which you can first love yourself. And I mean, when it comes to a healthy reciprocating love, you know, um, on top of that, it's important for me to support or be supported by external factors and companies that I might be uh, supporting. And, you know, your dollar is also in a, in a way, um, a way of support. So it's like, I, when I think of where I'm putting my money to, like that's an energy exchange Yeah. and, you know, money is a form of energy exchange. So when I think of that, I think it of it in a really deep perspective and, when I choose what companies or what nonprofits or, you know, whom I support, it really brings me down to thinking like who ethically aligns with my values. One of those companies that I found is called Naughty Knickers. And they, I feel like, has tru have truly supported me in my self-love journey because they accept everyone as they are and that realization did not even come to me until later on in my self-love journey I was talking about this earlier and the surrender and loving myself just as I am and being able to authentically represent everyone as they are none of this marketing stuff where they try to shape you into something that you're not because that's what was my problem for a long time the strive for perfection and we all know that's some BS. In the end of the day, the strive for perfection is such a flawed concept. And you don't need to have the answers in that retrospect. But committing yourself to love and self-love, this is something that I feel like this company, Naughty Knickers, helps me 
to remind myself on a daily basis, especially when I'm wearing their products. They have a whole bunch of products of lingerie, um, bralettes, bras, tops, bottoms that make me feel beautiful, but not in a way that is fabricated in a truly beautiful way that I know that this company believes in me. And although I am, I know that I'm not nearly at the end of my self-love journey and will never be always growing, always better every day. I believe that every day that I wear their products is a reminder of where I can go and who I can be and that self-acceptance and self-love that I should have and harbor for myself every day. So again, if you feel so inclined, if you feel the words that I'm saying, go check out Naughty Knickers because if you've listened to anything that we were talking about in this interview, this is truly, genuinely our true stories. And I feel like this is a company that should be backed because there are few and far far and few companies today that I feel like are genuinely doing this successfully without having any underlying marketing you know strategy so that's my two cents <laughs> yeah I love it love that lingerie Ooh. Yeah. I love sleeping in lingerie now oh my god I love sleeping naked but if I had to wear <laughs> clothes I would wear lingerie yeah <laughs> So I have a new course coming out and we've been talking about like that vibration of love and really getting into that love vibration because love is key. Like love is the answer. And um, it wasn't until I really grasped that like literally love is the answer for everything that um, I really needed to start with self-love. And I have a new course coming out called Elevate the Vibe. And that is, for me, it really stands for creating your own vibration and creating the vibe. And wherever you go, you're creating the vibe. And when you elevate your vibe, um, you just become so magnetic. And it's that law of attraction. When you become magnetic, it becomes effortless because you're already there. You're already at that vibration. It's like Bluetooth signals, like combining and like entwining with whatever you are wanting to manifest. And so if you're wanting to learn how to do this and you're wanting to dive in and you're wanting to do some inner child healing and some healing work so it just becomes easier for you to manifest whatever it is that you want to manifest, your desires, your dream life, uh, what have you, then go sign up on Elevate the Vibe. Check out my IG uh, for more updates. Right now the waitlist is open. And it's going to be open until I get back home in Vegas. And then the carts will open. So, yeah, check out the check out my Elevate the Vibe. There will be a link in the description as well. So, thanks, guys. Okay. We'll talk to you guys soon. And peace. <laughs>